No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. Able to join me. So, tonight's discussion is all about you got her. How do you keep her? Like, what do you do to keep the same energy flowing, the same effort that you put forth originally when you were chasing her? Now that you have her. So, um, joining us very shortly, we will have our guest for the evening, Mr. Jonathan himself. I'm so excited to get him on because (laughs) we were having a little discussion behind the scenes, and I have a feeling you ladies are going to want to call in and have questions of your own for him. So, if you do, the phone number that you want to dial is 515-602-9600. Four, seven, and you will press the number one. That will let me know that you have a question, and we will bring you up. If you are streaming from the website, he said whatnetwork.com, please make sure that you are subscribing to the notifications. That way, anytime we have any upcoming shows, you will uh, definitely receive an alert. Um, make sure you check out the other shows that we have on the network as well. Simply Sports on Mondays. We have um, on Tuesday Studio Vibes, as well as He Say What, and Wednesdays now, starting tomorrow, we have She Said What with your host Alan Newman Jr. And then on Sundays we have Let's Connect with P's Intuition. So we have something for every type of interest that you may have. Now, if you are interested in advertising on the network. Send us an email to ads at he said what network.com. We have some amazing packages that we have for you guys, artists, um, entrepreneurs, small business owners, large corporations, whatever you have, we have something designed just for you. So I'm not going to sit here and do a lot of talking because I know you guys did not come for me. I'm like the appetizer. And uh, let's go ahead and bring up the main dish. So once again, guys, tonight's guest is Mr. Jonathan. So welcome, Jonathan, to the show. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) 
How's it going this evening, sir? How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for asking. So you are a dating coach with a real-world approach, and that's what we need. We need someone who's going to be very upfront, honest, transparent, and raw and rugged. Like, tell it like it is. So True. I have a feeling you're going to do that and more. So let me just jump right into it. Why? And and, and this is from a female's perspective. Why is it that Mm -hmm. a man can chase a woman for years, and when he finally Mm -hmm. gets her, when she finally stops running and gives him the opportunity, then he gets her, and then he falls off. He may stop talking to her. He may start calling um, he may lose interest in being around her physically. What are some scenarios or, or situations that could cause something like that to occur? Well, he expanded himself beyond his self, you know what I mean? Um, beyond where he's kind of normally used to. Okay. To try to catch her, right? Mm-hmm. And then when he caught her, now... This is where it goes two, three lanes. It started to split off. So you'll have where he just can't keep it up, right? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. I, I pretty much exhausted myself just to get you to notice that I exist and just to get you to notice me as a potential, right? Uh-huh. Mate. And then yeah, I just can't keep up. So I have to kind of create some distance. You know what I mean? Leave that good lasting impression. I can come back later when I ah. maybe my bag gets back right or maybe something else. That's why you would have those situations and then a couple a month later he'll hit you up like, hey, how you doing? Because now he's ready to, you know what I mean, try again. But he wants you to he wants you to take into account that first <laughs> that first um wave uh-huh. of, of doing things. So and then you get to um, another curve in the street will be that um, it just ain't worth it. He mm-hmm. gets you, and then he realized, oh, you're not what I thought you were going to be. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. no matter what that is, it's just you didn't add up to what he had in his mind. It's not a knock on you. It's not a knock on him. It's just the reality of the situation. Wow. Now, those are two uh, good situ- um, scenarios that happen in that case. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of predicated on the guy. What's going on? So, I mean, okay, so that's when communication really comes into play, or, or at this point, doesn't even matter, because if the guy's mind is already made up, there's really nothing that she can say. Um, especially after leading a long chase. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Unless you prove herself to be, like, the worthy, maybe you just intimidate them. You know what I mean? Huh? Maybe mm-hmm. you just, I hear bullshit. Like, maybe he's in it for the chase. Some guys mm-hmm. are in it for the chase, and then they okay with that. Right. Can't you? It's like a, it's like a, 30-day rule, like, 
one of the biggest misnomers in the dating world is to make him wait on purpose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, make him wait. Make him wait thirty days. Make him wait sixty days. Make him work nine days, three months. That's the that's the pinnacle. He'll show you. He'll mm-hmm. be he'll take you more seriously. What happens is, especially if you if you um allow him to know that it's a thirty is a rule in place, there's a t- twenty day no touch policy, then he's gonna try to make it to that twenty days. Oh, and at yeah. that point you and at that point, you've made it into a game. So now, what guys like more than anything? Games, video games, sports <laughs> games. So if you give them a chance to compete, they are they will, you know. Mhm. Wow. Okay, that's very interesting that you say that because from having so many men on this show. I hear mm-hmm. they're almost on the same level of responses when they say, oh, well, you know, men really don't be paying attention to the whole if you have sex on the first date or not. We're not we're not paying attention to that. But I feel like guys do pay attention to that. So is that, does that fact make, is that a factor for men if a woman puts out on the first night? Um, I can speak for me personally. Okay. So um, me personally, I find it alluring, right? If you're able to do what you want, right? Mm-hmm. I, I find the autonomy of a person to be attractive. So if you can act without, like, society say wait, um, your parents say wait, your your pastor say wait. But if you are feeling it in the moment and you go ahead with it, for me, that's a plus. Mm-hmm. I like that. You are able to make decisions without considering everybody's opinion. Like, I don't want to date the mailman or the maintenance man or the receptionist. (laughs) You know what I mean? I want to date you. So calm down with all the asking people for advice. Kind of work through that shit yourself. You know what I mean? And then we can have a conversation. And then if we need to solicit a third party to hear what we got going on and help us get work through it, then that would be appropriate at its own time. But mm-hmm. as far as having sex um, immediately, like in first date, first week, whatever, um, that kind of varies with the men. So some men, to be honest, they won't take you seriously. They won't be able to look past the fact that you did that for them, so they think that you do that for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is just how she is. Um, me, I, I appreciate the autonomy, but at the end of the day, you got to kind of govern yourself according to who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some men will go above and beyond to even even mm-hmm. get the attention of a woman when that's not mm-hmm. who they are. So they're going to show you a representative instead of showing you mm-hmm. who you truly are to that woman and allow her to accept you for, for that. So... And from a male's perspective, why does that exist? Why does that happen? Why can't men just be comfortable with who they are when trying to gain the attention of a woman? Okay. So (laughs) this is you guys' (laughs) fault. Thank you. Women, you guys created this, this kind of, um, um, kind of a hypertrophy of, hypertrophy of freaking, 
overextending yourself or trying to appear to be something else, right? So we've all been in in situations where the female might say something like, all you had to do was tell the truth, bro. And the next guy she meets tells the honest truth. I just really want to, you know what I mean, tap that. I think you're beautiful, whatever. I'm willing to pay for whatever. Like, oh, no, don't talk to me like that. Why would you even say something like that? So what you're telling that guy who just told you the truth is play the game a little bit. Act like you care a little bit. Not the truth. It don't matter what the truth is. Act like you care a little bit. Act like you put a little more effort into it. You know what I mean? So then we come through. We come back and be like, okay, I got to show a little effort. So now I send you a drink. And that drink is not enough. He's like, "Uh, you should send me the drink I'm drinking. I have a drink. If you want to send me a drink, make sure it's the drink I'm drinking, not just some random ass drink that you like. You know what I mean? So we are kind of we are kind of forced to pay attention deeper than women have ever been, like, forced, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to that, it's like, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that. They try to step it up. And that stepping up, what it mostly leads to is lies and grandeur, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they think that's what impresses. They think the um, – Getting the woman uh, uh kind of um appealing to her her um her feminine nature of needing a protector and a provider that uh-huh. when we started try to act like oh I beat three niggas up when they tried to you know <laughs> when they tried to rob me uh, <laughs> whatever you know and then you like uh I made this much money I did this da 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 i blown more money than you ever seen. You get guys kind of going above themselves to kind of impress a woman. And even though it's counterproductive because she don't – most women don't gravitate towards boastfulness uh-huh. unless they feel like they're going to get something out of it. And then it's like, we'll accept that and take it as long as you cutting the check or breaking bread or whatever. Right. Um, so when it comes to that, I think you guys have made – this bit in terms uh-huh. of guys trying to put on and trying to show that, oh, I'm the alpha, alpha myth of all alpha males. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you guys have kind of That's created awesome. that one. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, ladies, we got to hold that L because uh, we made that bed. And uh, like they say, you lay with dogs and you're going to get fleas. So, if you guys are listening right now and you want to give some feedback, maybe you got a question for Jonathan tonight, the phone number is 515-602-9647, and then go ahead and press that number one, and that will let me know that you have a question, and we will bring you up. So I think that it's very interesting that you say that because I myself have gone through that experience where I asked the mm-hmm. gentleman, if he ever did drugs, because for some mm-hmm. odd reason, I run across a lot of guys who just do drugs and, and, and like, it's normal. And I'm like, I see something wrong with it, but that's just me. So I asked him, and he went down a, a list of drugs, including cocaine. Like, he was just like, oh, it's a recreational drug. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? And I literally, I was laughing because 
then he told me that he didn't he never did any hard drugs like meth. And I'm like, you just named cocaine. Why? You said cocaine. Like I'm completely confused. But this goes back to your point because he didn't laugh. He didn't find it funny. And so now I'm pretty sure in the future with the next person, if they ever ask him, he's gonna think twice about saying about being honest about it. So exactly. oh, man, I just tell you, you can't win for losing sometimes. If you want someone to be honest, but then they're honest with you and you're like, Okay, that's a little too honest. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that. And men say it all the time. Men say women will claim up and down that they want the honest truth until you give it to them. Yep. That is true. Man, okay. Well, so when it comes to even things like reciprocation, because reciprocation, it it can be big depending on the person. Like, are you big on reciprocation? Um, If you give, you want the same effort back. Well, see, I'm a little more nuanced, so I kind of understand that her strengths, I mean, my weaknesses should be her strengths. Like, we should, I kind of tune into who she is as a person. I think every relationship is kind of based on the person you're dealing with. So there's no mm-hmm. blanket statement that I can give, like, all men should do this, all men, all women should do this, or say this, or act like this, because it's kind of predicated on the person that you're dealing with. Um, when it comes to women, it's like if you're strong where she's weak, you're good. But if you're too overbearing, it's not going to work. And that goes both ways. If you're too overbearing as a woman, if you're a great businesswoman and your man need to get up on his shit and you're like, I'm just going to coach him up and get him to the level that he need to be at and help him, you know. But mm-hmm. it's the way that you present the things, right? It's the mm-hmm. way that you say things. It's some people who can talk to you and tell you the God honest truth, and you'll be like, yeah, I get that. That's, that makes sense. And then there's mm-hmm. people who will say it, and you'll be like, mind your fucking business. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Uh, it's really nuanced when it comes to how we um, are to kind of portray ourselves around um, the opposite sex. Right. That is so true. Mind your fucking business. That will be? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so presentation, presentation is very important, like you said, because it's going to it's gonna determine someone's overall comfort with you based on how you talk to them. So like for example, if you show a great deal of transparency with someone, I think it gives them a level of comfort where you know, they don't have their guards up, and so now you're exposing something sensitive, and it's mm-hmm. going to make them want to expose something sensitive. How do men deal with sensitive, like, let's say traumatic experiences in relationships? Like, do you feel like you have to do something about it? Like, if your girl came to you and said, growing up, that um, you know, she was abused by her father. Do you feel it's your duty or your role in that relationship to do something? Um, so in in terms of your scenario, 
No. In terms of your scenario, um, you should listen. You should provide the shoulder. Um, in terms of that scenario, you should be a support. You know what I mean? Kind of make sure that she understands that you're on her side, even if you have, you know what I mean, things to questions and shit like uh, so mm-hmm. that, that, that. but questions can sound really bad when we're talking about something that that personal mm-hmm. when it comes to something that personal is um, somebody touching you um, mm-hmm. inappropriately a question can sound like interrogation or disbelief yeah. so what you want to do is kind of just kind of allow them the, the space and opportunity and get and create the atmosphere in which they can be themselves, in which they can be vulnerable, and they can um, not feel like they're going to be judged or looked down upon or, you know what I mean? And, and some women don't want to be pitied either, you know what I mean? Right. So if you're going to just look at her like she's pitiful after that, then she's not going to share anything else with you. Um, right. But in terms of, like, just a, a, a regular scenario of her, like, coming home from work, and she got a lot to say about work. You know what I mean? This mom did this, and this coworker is <laughs> talkative, and they trying to sabotage me, and this, this, this. You know, um, in those cases, it's just be on her side. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a lot lighter than something like what you describe described as in somebody um some trauma from childhood. Now, when it comes to um like something surface level, just allow her to get it out. Let her vent, agree with the baby, they crazy. You know what I mean? If it's like like that, and if what you want to eat, you know what I mean? Like, let's get back to it. You know what I mean? Let her just get that shit out. Because sometimes it's just about venting. She has never told nobody this. So when yeah. it gets to being really, really serious and really, really personal, you have to take the time to allow. Just allow. Listen, shut the fuck up. Don't give advice. Don't try to fix it. Don't go beat up her uncle. Because she might not want that. Now there's more trauma she got to deal with. My boyfriend beat up my uncle. You know what I mean? Right. He was a piece of shit. He actually took care of my nieces. Whatever the fuck is going on, you don't know. It's so many levels and and intricate parts that be moving in these relationships. Um, What you want to do is kind of just be there. Mm -hmm. Show up for her. Be there. When she needed, when she crying. Don't tell her to stop. Don't tell her, oh, everybody got their own things. You know what I mean? I like mm-hmm. Breathe. Breathe that shit through. Women talk. So what's going to happen is she's going to voice the things that's in her head if she's comfortable. And that's right. a good sign. If you hear her talk too much, that's a good sign she's comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, you may not talk as a man. You might get all right. inside your head. But you got to learn to be able to express yourself in some way. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what women really be wanting, for you to kind of come out of your shell, but allow them to be themselves. Like, don't tell them what they're supposed to do. Like, go to work and tell her this. No, you should do this. Da, da, da. Now you sound like you criticize them. Allow right. Them to yeah. Wow. That's true, man. Listen, sometimes we just want you guys to listen. Like, we don't want to feel like we're nagging because that's a lot, mm-hmm. of, um, a lot of what we hear is that, you know, if we're just expressing our day or talking about our day, we don't want to be looking like we're complaining about whatever happened. We just want to vent. Just like when men, you come home, you may want to get some stuff off of your chest. You're not looking for the woman mm-hmm. to do anything about it. You just want someone to listen to you. And, and <laughs> that's just what it is. Like, 
men may not be as expressive to a woman as they would be to their homeboys. Um, and I don't know, like, why that is, but um, women do want men to be vulnerable. And I know that that's a challenge for men because growing up, you're told that, you know, you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to express, you know, any type of sensitive emotions. So now as an adult, you know, if something's bothering you or it's making you feel some type of way, it's a little bit more challenging for you to get it out. So how do men, how, what can a woman do to get her man to open up and express how he feels? The thing is, you women get the most vulnerable parts of a man. Mm. Y'all don't know that. Because y'all look at the volume of talking. Yeah, we're going to talk to our friends and cousins and shit about all the things, right? All our brothers, mm-hmm. we're going we gonna to talk about things, but we're not going to go in depth. So, yeah, I had sex with her, but we're not going to talk about what it looked like, what it felt like. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. she... she fuck me up, but I ain't going to go into what that actually means. You know what I mean? Like, y'all right. Up, but you know what I mean? I ain't going to tell them that that changed me forever. That You know what I mean? That really hurt. Like, I ain't going to go into the details of it. Now, when you get a guy and y'all really rocking and he start to tell you and open up to you, you have to create the space. It's the same exact thing. Create the space where he can be vulnerable. Allow him to be that way. So, um, maybe we can probe about something like family. You know what I mean? He lost his great aunt, uh, mother, uh, whatever. Um, kind of ask a question, and then because sh- <laughs> he might not open up immediately. He might not say, um, "How you feel about your mama anniversary in the week? How you feel about that?" And he might be like, "You know what I mean?" Uh-huh. Like, because now he's going through that emotion. Now he feels it. Boom. You just hit him with it. It just dropped on him. So now it ain't as weird as right now. And his mind is right freaking now. So what happens is if you was to be quiet, be still, allow the moment to be, yes, it's a little awkward, but for him it's not. For him, mm-hmm. he's totally engulfed in his thinking. He's totally engulfed in, in what his mother's death or whatever has done to him, you know what I mean, what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. He's working through that mentally. He can't just say it because he might say something that is not 100% accurate, and guys can't have that. You know what I mean? So yeah. we stay internal a lot longer because we want to get it right before we say something. That's why it's so hard mm-hmm. for us to talk about love when it's on the spot. When we got them on the spot and we love you and you're trying to walk away and we're trying to – get you, convince you to stay. We don't know what to say. It's like, oh, I ain't got time to think through this shit. Uh, yeah. you know what I mean? like, uh, whatever. So, yeah. so we go through the length of um, kind of breaking ourselves down mentally. So allow mm-hmm. him to think it through, think it through, think it through. And then just be quiet. Allow him to say the next thing. No matter how long it takes, if it's two hours, he will walk away. If you start playing the game, it don't matter. Don't even say nothing to him. Just go start cooking, whatever you were going to do, clean up the bathroom. Whatever you were going to do, write your book, read your article. Whatever you were going to do before, do that, right? Mm-hmm. Because when he do come back to talk about it, he's going to start letting you know. He's going to start letting you in. 
And at that moment, every everything for the future is predicated on you allowing him to be vulnerable, to be himself, to open up in this way. Mm, right? Mm, mm. So be supportive, be connective, but don't try to add a solution. Don't say, well, you should do this. You know what I mean? But you can yeah. make a suggestion like, okay, let's go to her grave site and, you know what I mean, do a prayer or whatever. That would be a beautiful thing. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll understand and love the gesture of you mm-hmm. being supportive and by his side and going through the whole shit. He'll see you as an assistant. Now, if you tell him he shouldn't be feeling like that, that shit was six mm. years ago, nigga, you should get over it. You Ooh. know what I mean? Like, you still crying about that shit? Like, really? <sighs> and then comparing it to you, I lost my brother. I ain't even oh. see me crying like that. Like, And you'll have those types of situations, and that just going to create a rift in everything that you was trying to build. Yep. Yep. You can kiss that communication goodbye. Exactly. Wow. Okay, well, we do have um, a caller who has a question, so let's see. Uh-oh. Question or a statement, so we'll see what they got going on. Hello, caller. You are live on He Say What? Do you have a question or a comment? Um, I have a comment. Okay. Um, um, I totally agree with Jay on uh, as far as the emotions uh, of a man and uh Women have, you know, well, for a long time, long as I can remember, uh, men was taught to hide their emotions and and don't express their emotions um, uh, because it seemed weak. You know, you're weak. You're not a man if you express your emotion. But women ask for a man to express your emotions to me. uh, I want I want to know what's going on with you, uh, but they really don't want to know. Uh, once you tell them and and, and you become vulnerable mm-hmm. to uh, a woman, they start to look at oh you sensitive. He expresses himself and he she talks to her friends about she talks down on them. Uh, oh he's too sensitive and everything. So my question is to Jay. Well, I mm-hmm. do have a question is. <laughs> How do you how do you know when to say something to uh express yourself to a woman without being called sensitive or uh uh soft or too mm-hmm. emotional? Okay. So the first thing is if she is not allowing you the space to be yourself, which is a human, so you have emotions. You are a man, but it may be internalized, but you have emotions. That's why we got so many suicides. Guys don't feel like they can talk. So be vulnerable. Thing is, everybody's not going to be able to accept it. And you got to be able to accept the fact that she's not for you. If she can't understand that you have real trauma, that you have a real past, that you're an entire human being, you're not just this cookie-cutter thing that she thought about when she was 12 and she's put in this light and just add a guy in there and you can just be that. No, you are a human that come from a lot of trauma, 
a lot of past situations that you have to deal with. And that's what the relationship is supposed to be for. It's supposed to help you grow through all of that, break those old chains and limiting beliefs and everything that has broken you down to this moment. Now you in this person's presence who you feel vulnerable enough to be vulnerable with, like you feel confident enough to give them this side of you, then do it. And if she do not respond well or she take it the wrong way, then you know to govern yourself accordingly. You got to understand it's, 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 it's billions of people in this world. The person you're meant to be with may not be the person you're with. But if you give it a fair shot, a full fair shot, you cannot hold yourself, um, you cannot hold that against you for anything. You know what I mean? As long as you give it. Mm. truth, honesty, and, and go from the heart, then she has to meet you there. If she can't, then it may be time to move on. Okay, so basically you're saying that I should just be myself and um, who I am, and um, if I decide to express myself and my feelings and emotions, um, I shouldn't feel no type of way if she come at me the wrong way, I should still be myself and move on. That means she's not for me. I should find yes, someone that but, is for me. Exactly. But mm-hmm. he may want just more conversation, right? So I'm not saying just mm-hmm. break up because she had adverse reaction to your pain. Um, what I'm saying is have that conversation. Go in a little deeper, you know what I mean? I mean, like probe her. Um, so you're telling your side of something like, oh, this happened, and I feel this way. And she responds by saying, oh, you need to suck that up. Like, worse shit happens to everyday people all the time, and they just keep it moving. Um, maybe it's, it's time for a deeper conversation to understand how she really feel about you. Because at the end of the day, what happens is we take on what we see from other people. So, and what we gather from the world. Um, so where mm-hmm. you are weak, her father may have been strong as hell. He mm-hmm. never had a breakdown like that. He's only what you got. So that's her, her, um, that's her depiction of a man. That's what you're supposed to be. Anything that's out of alignment with what she thinks you're supposed to be is going to be a little friction. It doesn't mean that it's all over. It just means that it's time for a deeper conversation, time for deeper um, probing into each other to to really figure out um, what it is that you guys are really destined for, whether y'all should be together apart or whatever um, in between that. Mm. Mm. I never looked that was that. a really, really good response. That was wow. deep. Yeah. Jeez, let me know how to give you this round of applause when I need to smoke it. Come on. What? Is, 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 Carla, what's your name? What's your first name? Um, Jarrell. Jarrell. Okay. You said Terrell or Jarrell? Jarrell. Jew with a J. <laughs> I knew I was messing it up, Jarrell. I was like, wait, I don't sound like it. Um, it's so interesting, um, Jada, you, you make that, that comparison as far as a woman and what she's seen as far as her father goes, because mm-hmm. you, there are women out here who have grown up with the fathers in the pictures. Like every chick in, in this yeah. world has not come from a single parent <laughs> home without the father. Okay. Yeah. I grew up right. with the father. 
So <laughs> that right there is so true. And, you know, women growing up, we want someone who can resemble even just the behavior, the personality, the strength of our fathers. And for you it makes so much sense because that's just what it is. So if she does come across a man who is showing a sign of uh, any type of sensitivity or just his emotions and she reacts that way, I think, too, it needs to be brought to the table that, listen, everybody's not your father. Like, just because your father, you don't know where your father came from. He probably seen his father in his ass beat growing up. So, you know, it's the past, it's the history, but identifying the fact that I am not your father and I am my right. own person and I am entitled to feel the way that I feel. And I, right. I would like for you as my significant other to respect that, that like Jay said, that conversation needs to be had because the last thing that you want, um, Jarrell is to be in a relationship where you feel like you can't be yourself because you already right. know how he's going to react. Because now that changes who you are. Right. And it doesn't make me less of a man. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was always taught to to love your woman, provide for her, make sure she's good, provide for her emotionally, mentally, and sexually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So uh, Mm -hmm. that's what I give out, and that's what I put out. And at the end of the day, What's going on in society is that, you know, you have women paying attention to social media. Social media has fucked us up, Man. fucked the society up, because everyone is paying attention to uh, what the next person is doing. Oh, they doing this. Oh, I should do this. Oh, I should want this man to be like this, what they seeing in the limelight. But they forgot mm-hmm. the old roots because everything comes from the old roots, the morals and everything, everything that you do. They, this society nowadays is trying to evolve it. It has been evolved excuse uh-huh. me, to where they're trying to change it into something different. So, uh, But everything comes from the old morals, you know, yeah. uh, like women that women say, I want the, uh, I want what? the old school way where the man take care of the woman and everything. Well, we don't live in that society right. where a man no, can she probably take make care more of everything. <laughs> right. She <laughs> might make more than me, but guess what? <laughs> it should balance out. Nothing is equal. I, right. I can stand when someone says uh, a relationship is 50-50. No, it's not because mm-hmm. someone in that relationship going to always love that person more than others. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's wrong, but you know that's just what it is. Because back then, the women loved the man more than the man loved her. That doesn't that that doesn't mean that it's wrong. But you know, at the same time, you know everybody forgot the morals. Like you get what I'm saying? Like they forgot mm-hmm. the morals. Yeah. Everybody want a fairy tale right then and there. But before mm-hmm. the fairy tale. Any fairy tale that happened, like Beauty and the Beast, Snow White, and all of that, they went through something mm-hmm. first, yeah. through the toughness and the bad, to get to that fairy tale. See, they didn't pay attention to that. Everybody did the fairy tale. They that part. Right. They skipped <laughs> the whole bad part and want the good. So, <laughs> you know, that's just how the world is now. 
if it's not coming from a place, I'm not even going to say sincerity, because you can be sincerely like, nigga, make more money so I can buy nicer shit. Like, right. like your gifts aren't enough, right? So <laughs> you can be totally sincere with that. But if it's not aligning with what you think the relationship is, maybe you guys need to have an entire conversation on where you're headed. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm very I'm very, very big on communication. Um, and I know everybody talks about it, but it's like, no, really have the conversation. Be vulnerable. Let your heart pound, yep, let your blood raise, yep, let let all that happen. Be nervous, but have that conversation. You know right. what I mean? And know who you're talking to. So some people you may have to be blunt and be like, You don't appreciate me, I don't like that. Some people you got to be straight like that, and yeah. some people you could be like, well, the last two times I've tried to show my, you know what I mean, my uh, level of commitment to you, it fell on deaf ears, or uh, I don't feel like it was reciprocated well, right? Mm-hmm. But every time you must be able to come from that place within you and be honest, because right. at the end of the day, if she says she over it, then that means it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to yeah. start from that place and stay there. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Okay. I like that. Now let me ask you this. So mm-hmm. what if what if she is going through her own struggles? Um identity, like she doesn't know who she is. She don't know what she wants in life. Um, she's not where she wanted to be. Um, you know, she may have several kids, but always wanted to be married first. So she's just not happy with herself. And mm-hmm. for that reason, she tends to lash out on the man. Mm-hmm. Is that something that a man should bring to her attention, you know, point out her flaws in the midst of expressing how he feels? Because some people may not know. They may not know that they're acting this way because they're just not happy with themselves. They're just lashing out. Yes. Um, (laughs) So that's a sticky situation? Because you can't come out and tell them that they, like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they are what they are. Like you yeah. have to kind of when it's somebody you're dealing with, like a third party, me coming into mm-hmm. your relationship, I can say, hey, you're being this and that. You're right. right. I could just be blunt because I don't have to deal with the ramifications of this person. Her emotions aren't tied to me. Um, and anything I say, she can take with a grain of salt, throw it out the window, choose to use it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And one year out of it, but. When it comes to relationships and you're feeling like the other person just hasn't developed enough, mm-hmm. and this this will happen in, in multiple situations, in multiple ways throughout a um, relationship, you, I feel like the job of a relationship, the relationship, yes, I feel like it has a job. It has mm-hmm. a job to kind of push you to your limits mm-hmm. and allow you the space to go beyond it, right? Mm-hmm. So the you put you make sure that while okay, I see that she's lashing out. 
And I know that she's underdeveloped in this area because I've seen it time and time again, the way she did with the waiter, the way she, you know what I mean, did with the kids, the way she did with this. I can tell that there's just a level of unhappiness, right? Mm-hmm. Now, my job is to get you to see that without putting it in your face. I'm not going right. to treat you like a dog and put your nose, shove your nose in it so you can know never to do it again. But right. the point is to kind of assert the the um the parameters of what's going on, like what you're seeing mm-hmm. by being and be diplomatic in the process. So mm-hmm. instead of saying you fucked up because you said such and such, it's like no, I okay, there's a way to say things. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a way to say things and the way that you come across sometimes is a bit aggressive. Like, I understand that such and such happened to you as a child. You know what I mean? If if you mm-hmm. guys are on that topic. But, see, broaching a topic and bringing up something that's unrelated to it, even though you see a direct correlation between her parents' divorce and the way she sees relationships, you can't bring up that without it without her bringing it up first or something, you know? Without right. being kinda on the table. Because now she's gonna look at you like, Oh, you just judging me because of that happened and now you think this is and where that even come from and now you got extra issues that you gotta work through before you can even get to the main point um of what you're trying to say ultimately. So mm-hmm. take the time to kinda Probe through what it is that's going on. Like, why are you upset? Right. Oh, really? Yeah. So that made yeah. you that mad? Like, <laughs> did it hit a button? Like, you know what I mean? Just, just right. kind of talk calmly, but ask a question. Make her talk. Like, women kind of like. I don't. I don't want to say y'all like to talk, but y'all have to kind of feel through and y'all talk through it. Like, men right. go internally in our mind and we think through it and try to come up with something from our own limited ass mind mental space. But you guys are talk through it. Y'all say a bunch of shit and not really exactly mean all of it, but then uh-huh. get to the point where, okay, oh, this is what I actually mean. You know what I mean? And then right. and succinctly say what it is. So I think guys should um, take, take the time to kind of try to help push their partner to that trauma, mm-hmm. like sometimes mm-hmm. and you need to know your partner because sometimes you got to be covert with it, and sometimes you can be straight up front with it, and she'll be appreciative that you're trying to work through it. Um, so you just got to know who your partner is. It's kind of a liquid way of approaching, but what you're trying to do is get her to acknowledge the trauma, mm-hmm. deal with the trauma straight up, you know what I mean, um, whether that's acceptance or, you know what I mean, excelling through it and then grow through it to kind of figure out, okay, how is it affecting our lives? You know what I mean? How is it affecting your interaction with other human beings? Um, How is it affecting your career? And and let's see what we can do in the meantime, in the interim, to kind of jostle with it while we kind of deal with it so we can work through it and you can be a better person afterwards. Like, wow. everything in my relationship is to make that person better or myself better. If she's telling okay. me to, my verbiage is too strong, I'm not going to keep telling her to, this how niggas talk, this how men talk. 
Shut up and take it. You know what I mean? Like, right, no, yeah. I need to listen that my verbiage is too strong. Because uh-huh. once I have that conversation, maybe it'll help me in the uh, business deal where they have to sell their company and they feel a certain way, but I can show a little empathy. And then maybe they'll give me 10% off. You know what I mean? They're going to sell uh, it anyway. Yeah. They have to. So, But me uh-huh. knowing where they're coming from and kind of meeting them on that level. So it's all about kind of making you a better person overall is what right. I think relationships is really about, not about how I look on Instagram. Right, yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent. And I think that that's why a lot of relationships don't last because people, they jump in it and like Jarrell said, it's almost like instant gratification. Like they are mm-hmm. the work that has to be done, <laughs> that and which is that foundation. And they want the final, the grand finale. They want the the ruby slippers and the king and the castle, but you don't want to scrub no ground. You don't want to wash no feet. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you got to put that work in because you got to know what type of person you're dealing with. And a lot of times in these Amen. relationships, they're going based off of just the physical, okay? Because guess what? Mm-hmm. You know, a beautiful chick and even even sex, a beautiful chick with some good coochie, can can be like the end of your world. Like she will give live in hell. Okay, you will be wishing you never dealt with her. There's so many so many people out here in the world that have toxic personalities, toxic behaviors, and they can sugarcoat it very well. So if you don't give yourself the opportunity <laughs> to thoroughly get to know them then you won't know how toxic that person is until you done laid up with them and had a Mm -hmm. baby. So tired, yep. Even even if the baby don't come, so so tired. It's it's real. Like, you are taking on a bunch of energy that you have no idea what it's capable of, what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, And then energy that person took on. Exactly. It's a it's a whole mess, but okay. So man, we have like six minutes left on the show. I think we're going to run over oh. by like five because I do have another question for you just to wrap everything up, and I feel like it's very important. So you have her, and you're trying to keep her, but you realize that she just is not it. Like she's not the one. And men, I will say this. Men are very good for staying in relationships that they're not happy with, just because you don't want yes, to stay. So, True. how do you know when it's time to go? You know when it's time to go when it's on you to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I think um, just dealing with a person over and over and you having those same frustrations. Like if we've been together six months, seven months, whatever, and Mm -hmm. we're having the same difficulty from before, and I stretch it out two years, three years, four. If we're having the same thing over and over, then that means we're not growing which means we're not going to grow. The thing is, you don't make a decision to connect with a person. 
the connection happens organically. Right. I can't I can't see a person and say, Oh, we gonna be best friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I meet a person and like, oh, you're a cool person, bloom, 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 and and then we turn into best friends. Like, you can't subjugate the process. So if mm-hmm. the person is not going through the process, then you have to be able to govern yourself accordingly because your mental matters. Your, you know, happiness matters. And like you said, men do stick around for longer. You know what I mean? But we also are more willing to cheat. So we're willing to stick around and do some other shit. But, you know what I mean, this has promise. Mm-hmm. So we'll stay there. So it, it, it's, it's a two-ring two um, race right there that you mm-hmm. have to kind of pay attention to both sides. Um, but in terms of getting rid of somebody that's just not for you, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the telltale signs tell themselves. When you're mm-hmm. sitting there and you're frustrated and you're frustrated night after night, then it, it may be time to have a conversation. Oh, you're frustrated because you keep having the same conversation, but it's not getting through. Then, right. yeah, it may be time to move on. Now, 80%, they say, of all divorces are filed by women in this country. So women get bored extremely quickly and extremely easily, you know what I mean, and be like, this ain't their bliss. And in that same way, I give advice to guys to kind of put your shit in the front sometimes. Mm-hmm. Your emotions, your your thing, thinking about something, the way you see it, um, your detractions of a situation that you, you guys are going through should not always be put on the back burner to see, mm-hmm. okay, what you want to do. You know what I mean? Right. So if we if you sit there and you go through the range of how you're feeling and you see over and over, it's just like a job. If you hate that job and you see that too many days you're clocking in and you feel like shit just from the act of having to go, mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> time to figure something else out. Yeah. That's and it's so perfectly true. fine. Yeah. And that's the thing that people need to know. It's okay. There's nothing wrong starting over. There's nothing wrong with separating yourself from someone that you are no longer growing with. You're growing apart from. Yes. And Mm -hmm. it's fine. It's okay. Because guess what? You live another day in your own peace. Like, peace of mind is so important, especially with everything that's going on in the world. To have a peace of mind that's all, honestly, that's all anybody wants. Like, I know for sure that's all men want. They want to be able to come home and you be their peace. That's it. They're yeah. not trying to argue. Yeah. They're not trying to fight. They're not trying to hear bickering. Like, none of that. They just want zen, wusa. They want all of that. And some and some food yeah. and sex. But <laughs> for the most part, they want peace. That's it. So... Anyone listening out there, if you guys are in a relationship and you don't have that peace, you may want to start, you know, reexamining what it is that you're in and have that discussion, have that talk with your partner because you guys may just be growing apart and, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Um, And most of the time, once you get there, somebody's already checking out anyway. What? And they were just waiting for you to say something. Yeah. 
I feel so <laughs> relieved that you were. Oh God, I ain't know how to yes. get it. Like you too. Oh my God. Yes. Exactly. We high fiving each other. Um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. But Jonathan, please, please, please let everybody know how can they reach out to you. What do you have going on? How can they support you, sir? All right, you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram. I am at Jonathan underscore Jonathan underscore Jonathan. That's three Jonathan two underscores. Um, you can catch me on Facebook. I'm J J J Y J. I'm like J Z and I J Y Z. Whatever I'm there. But you can catch me on Facebook there. Um, also I'm going to be um releasing a bunch of um little talks that I have on YouTube at I Wish mm-hmm. I Had a Podcast. That's I Wish I Had a Podcast on um YouTube. And this um April April second I will be um hosting an event um one of my great friends birthday and we're throwing the uh, ultimate shindig um, it's going to be beautiful, good, free food, nice alcohol, and mm-hmm. I'll be there on stage with a microphone yelling and shit. So, oh my goodness. you can check that out. I, I will post that on my Instagram and Facebook because I do not have all the beats, but that's what's up in the near future. But holler at me. I do it all. I, I write you a poem for your girl when you're ready to propose. How about that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am so happy I had you on tonight. Like, shout out to you. Shout out to Jarrell for calling in. Jarrell, listen, Jarrell, I may have to get you on the show as well, sir. Um, I'm telling you, Be Real has something to say. Listen, he had to get some stuff off his chest. And hey, this is the thing. Like, it's all about you guys, it's all about um, a safe haven, uh, non judgment. Uh, transparency, mm-hmm. welcome. Transparency is actually required, not even welcome. So yeah, there's yeah, no real code, yeah. none of that mm-hmm. stuff. Just get it off your chest. So thank you again, Jonathan. 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 Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> for being a guest tonight. So you guys um, who are tuned in, please, please, please make sure you come back tomorrow. So tomorrow is our first episode of She Said What? And believe me, it's not going to sound like that all the time. Uh, But right now, it's She Said What? Hosted by Alan Newman Jr., the lover of black women. He loves himself some black women. So tomorrow, we're going to have our first guest, Ree. And the topic is Does Science Matter? And it's not what you think. But you have to tune in to find out what it's about. So he said what network.com. Please make sure you go there, you subscribe, you sign up for our notifications, our updates, our special events, giveaways, things like that. If you are interested in being a guest on any of the shows, because this is a radio network, so there's multiple shows, please send an email to info at he said what network.com every 
Tuesday and Wednesday, you will be able to call in with your questions and comments. The phone number is never going to change, okay? So 515-602-9647, and you'll press the number one, and that will let the host know that you have something to say and we'll bring you up. So as I stated, tomorrow is She Said What with Ellen Newman Jr. We're talking about the size matters. And it's important that you guys tune in and let us know. So until then, you guys have a beautiful evening and thank you so much for your support. Bye-bye.